everybody, welcome to Screenplay, the fake movie podcast that is certified fresh, or at least we wish. I'm your host, Zach Woldridge. I'm Chris Rocky. And I'm Brian Lee. All right, guys, I am the one with the idea this week. I've got a pitch for a movie for you guys. Uh, so a little backstory, you know, I was in uh, the good old uh, Boy Scouts of America, so I spent a lot of uh, summers at summer camp. Uh, kind of formative years, formative experiences. Um, so I, I'm thinking, like, what if we did just kind of a uh, sort of run-of-the-mill, like, summer camp coming-of-age story? Uh, that's pretty much all I've got. Um Yeah. That's right. that's about it. We can just flesh it out from there. Okay, I like it. Let's keep it open. So, I you know summer camp uh, has like, you know, bonding experiences with people your age, probably some bullying experiences, uh, and then also you know like pranks, uh, awkward competition, awkward teenage antics. Yes, stuff like that. Big fan. And like I said, I was in uh, the Boy Scouts, so. Our summer camps were just boys. Um, we don't have to stick to just a you know single gender camp. Um, we could do a co-ed camp if we want. I'm not really like dead set on it being one way or another. So okay, well actually, since you you mentioned that, I do have an idea. So I've it. seen this dynamic a couple couple of uh, summer camp movies. I like the idea of two. I, I don't even know how you call it brother and sister camps where there's like an all boys camp where all the boys stay. And then, like, right okay. across the lake, there's the all-girls camp. So there's still, like, co-ed intermingling as far as pranks and jokes, and that, that's fun, part of the fun of the, the summer camp vibe. But they're also separate because I, I just feel like that seems like a natural flow of things for children. Like, you're yeah. separated, obviously. Um, yeah. What age are we kinda, talking? That's what I was going to say. That what, what age, exactly? All right, so I'm thinking... Because uh, I don't know many child actors. Right. Well, I'm thinking there it'll well Brian it'll be like the CW like everybody So we're going to have 13, like 25 year really olds 24. playing Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Perfect. So Chris Evans is a very delightful 12 year old boy. Oh, can we have Chris Evans as like a counselor who's supposed to be like 21? No, we absolutely. He's in college. Yeah, actually sure. Yeah. Um you know, I was thinking our main character can be like 12, 13, 14. Uh, so like 24, 25. Right. Um, but I was thinking, I mean, we we can skew a little older. We could do 16, 17 if we want. Uh, or we could do kind of like a, like a, not a full-on ensemble cast, but, you know, we could have a, a bunch of different characters. And, you know, we see d- their st- all their stories play out. So we could have a younger guy who's like, a little homesick first time away from his family. Uh, we could have, you know, an older character who's, you know, a little, little jaded, you know, they're like, ugh, another year at summer camp. But, you know, by the end of it, they're like, you know, uh, they start to realize like, oh, I'm going to like actually kind of miss this kind of stuff. It's played uh, by the ghost of what, River Phoenix from Stand By Me. Yeah, there we go. You know, I I do really like this mixed cast concept because I can see the poster now having, you know, Millie Bobby Brown and Finn Wolfhard, you know, sitting on the bleachers <laughs> right next to Fred Armisen, who is actually playing a kid younger than both of them, which is interesting. <laughs> um, He's an old soul. Yeah, and plus it would, 
I think it would allow us to uh, get a little view. If we go with the brother-sister camp, like you said, it would allow us to get views on both sides of the pond. Uh, not the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, We're doing but, British but, summer camp. Scrap all of yeah, this. It's British yeah, it's summer weird. camp. So there's um, going to be jousting and sword fighting and Heath Ledger. Yeah, they, and crumpets. Teen crumpets. Yeah, they send uh they send the boys to London and the girls to New York City and it's it's weird because they have to plan their pranks out to be hours ahead of time because of the flights and everything. But uh, so they're mailing like goofy letters to each other and waiting two weeks or pipe bombs. I do think this is a sleepover camp. I do also want to point out this is not a day camp. Sleepover camp is Oh no, no. For it sure. is it is a sleepover oh, for camp. Sure. It's They're like in a, cabins. It's like a week with sleeping bags, maybe even a month. Kind of like heavyweights. Have you seen heavyweights? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking more like cots, you know, bunk I mean, beds, but I mean for people of all sizes. So it would really just be like weights. Um I was thinking uh <laughs> Okay, I got it. I got it. I was thinking it was like a week long camp, maybe two weeks long. Um I say two. Okay. And then yeah, I was thinking we could do cabins or they could have like, you know, big like canvas uh style tents with cots. Um whichever it that's not really important. I say we cabins. Always just say, I say cabins. Okay. I, I like the aesthetic. Also, um what decade or what what time period is this that's the next thing i wanted to get to so i i mean i feel like a lot of this this vibe of uh this style of movie a lot of people refer back to like you know like the 70s and 80s 80s is what i think early 80s kind of era but i don't want to do that because that's been done so much like okay so think about uh i'm thinking more like you know how we've had Bo Burnham did eighth grade. Uh, sure. Jonah Hill did mid nineties or whatever it was. Have you seen that? Uh, Is it good? I've n- actually seen neither of those. Okay, eighth grade. Uh, and here good. I am talking about them. Uh, so we're starting to get into this new era of filmmaking where you know people our age and from our generation are starting to reflect on their youth experiences. Uh, so the reason you know I feel like that summer camp genre is so currently rooted in the imagery of like the late seventies, early eighties and stuff like that is because the people who are making those movies grew up in that time. So I kind of want to do that, but with, you know, our summer experiences from like the mid two thousands or whatever, Okay, like the mid to late two thousands and early 2010s. Okay. This will be interesting. This will be very interesting for me as a guy who never went to summer camp, but we'll see what we can do. Really? Well, we don't even have to, like, you can draw experiences from even just like your summers as a kid or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Like you remember that time when we were at summer camp and you beat Halo on Legendary by yourself because you had stayed up all night drinking a lot of Coca-Cola. And eating a lot of goldfish. <laughs> Brian, do you remember um, when we yes, were young and we used to make a lot of young. YouTube videos? Maybe maybe one of the when kids. We exactly. Yes, like Adele. We used At to make a lot camp. of YouTube videos. To... So maybe you could um, make a little like film camp, like like the kid, his, uh, I don't want to oh, say that's specialty. Actually, that's nice. No, I think like that's a film a camp. good idea. Like, like you know like, how there's electives in, in summer camp, like. Some people go to sports camp or, you know, maybe you got the more like artsy kids on one side and, you know, at two o'clock, you all go to your different specializations or whatever. 
Yeah, I was thinking it was kind of like a general camp, but you know they have classes, so like they're like, yeah, I'm doing like a there's a class um, arts and crafts. Sure. Yeah, there's yeah. a classist. Yeah, like somebody's like, I you could have a character who's like, you know, since we're in setting this in like the mid to late 2000s. Uh, internet start booming, YouTube starts booming, so they could be like, "Yeah, we're doing like a video diary, like a video okay. or vlogging, like type of class for the. We're going to document the whole week through videos." Um, so you could have one character who does make YouTube videos. So there you go, the Brian. Draw on those experiences. Okay, I can do that. Uh, you could have, you know, all kinds of stuff like. It's 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 a gen- generic summer camp, and we're just gonna like if we want to say like yeah they're in they're in arts and crafts or they're in YouTube class, you know, like whatever. You know what I was like, thinking? This just came to me. We can play fast and loose. We don't it. know. We don't know a whole lot of child actors, and I don't. I honestly don't think our audience does either. So what we could do is just be like, all right, imagine, um, uh, Forrest Whitaker. But age down to age thirteen, <laughs> I'm I'm Actually, there for that. That's good. I like. That's that. what I was thinking a lot. Like, I don't think we need to dwell on the child actors or anything. Like, they can be unknowns. Uh, like this could be their first big role. Or I like so this. I, think I like I right like that idea. It. Like like this famous actor, if they were seven. Yes, Adrian Brody at age seven, he pees his pants a lot. Wow, um, calling Adrian out. I Adrian Brody, if you're listening, one on one. I will take you anytime, anyplace. So, uh, let's talk about our main character. Uh, who is our main character? Uh, or our main... Do you want to do like a brother and a sister? Um, or... Yeah, two, uh, like a split main character point of view. I like that. Because that covers both okay. camps. And they, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do we want them to be twins or like one older than the other? Uh, let's do one older than the other. Okay. I think. Uh, so... Uh, I think I'd rather do, I would rather have a, uh, older sister, younger brother. Yeah. I would, I would rather have an older sister, younger brother. Okay. Um, so I guess like the next thing we need to talk about is like, what kind of people are these two main characters? Like what, what are they like? Okay. I kind of like the idea of the boy being like into art or or filmmaking or something and the girl's a tomboy okay. she's really into sports maybe yeah what sport okay soccer um, soccer soccer i don't know so she's she's really good at soccer she's real into soccer she's pele do we do we want him to be into like like the video so that we get the video sure. stuff in there let's do that yeah no i think well i i don't think maybe i think one of the his friends at the camp is into the video i think this kid's just kind of like he's into he this piccolo <laughs> no i do think he's a little more of a quote-unquote sensitive boy and maybe uh maybe he's been signed up for some more traditionally uh masculine type classes that he doesn't necessarily like because maybe his father or something was like, oh, I need a tougher son or something like that. So we're we're gonna get real sen- sentimental about that. No right? son of mine's about... gonna make art. Yeah, we're gonna talk about how <laughs> no, I... forcing gender norms is is incorrect. Is that the idea that that's one of the themes? Um, sure. Well, it could be a theme. I don't think it has to be 
a central theme. But I do think uh, this movie is going to be, you know, it's playing on nostalgia. It's it's going to be comedic at times, but it's also going to have a certain like sentimentalness. So like a bittersweet, so. like these are the problems we still still deal with and we dealt with back then yeah. too. Even though back then yeah. it's only like, you know, like 10 years, 10 years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, ish, but um, okay, know, so it's I like oh six ish to eight or whatever. Is that the idea? We'll say it's yeah, it's between oh six and oh nine. Okay, so we're not okay. quite to Tayo Cruz, but we are like just past um, what came out in oh six. We were right around like Sam's Town by the Killers era. Yeah. I think we can also kind of play fast and loose with the era. It's more of the idea, the feel yeah. of that. You time don't need than some like a specific year. You don't need a counselor uh, to be like, "It is 2008, you guys." Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, campers! Last year in the year 2007 of <laughs> year of our Lord. No, no. As we all know, <laughs> no, these movies be, uh, came out. You know, one kid. No country for old men. There will be blood. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the main character, he's uh, running behind, shows up to his class a little behind schedule, and someone's like, wow, you're so 2000 and late. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first gag of the movie. We're in. We got it. Boom. There's a, there's a, a scene where a, uh, where a... Ryan, you missed a really good chance a scene to where say where a boom, chicken pow. takes somebody's shirt. I don't get that one. What? These chickens jack of my style. All right. Okay. Okay. Why do I have a podcast with you guys? You never appreciate my good jokes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. And I think another thing is like, we're not, we don't have to hammer in like that. Like, the theme is like, yeah, it's okay to be, you know, a different kind of person. Or whatever, you know, like differences are good. But I think it's there should also be a theme of uh, it's a coming of age film. So there should be themes of like self discovery and like finding out you do like things you thought you didn't like or hmm. uh, stuff like that. Okay. So like discovering new parts of so, yourself as well. So like maybe, maybe one of them gets maybe, into something that they didn't come thinking they liked. Yeah. Maybe he does. Girls like, like. Girls, yeah. He does maybe like he girls. does like girls. Oh. Uh maybe his sister likes girls. Um that would actually I don't want to do she likes girls if she's a tomboy. Yeah, that's right. a bit that seems too easy. Also, I that's, I really just don't think that I can speak to the mindset and the experiences of uh, a girl coming of I age as either. a lesbian. I just really <laughs> I can't even pretend to be I can't even go that far. I I can't really speak to the female camp experience. Um Yeah, honestly, I can't. Either, I did we're go to Girl try. Scout camp. That one, one we we yeah. can try. What? I went to a Girl Scout camp one year. That's cool. Well, like did were you allowed to be there or were there, you There was like around? a boys troop. Well, my mom was a counselor. And so instead okay. of like <laughs> just leaving me at home cuz I was like 8 at the time. Maybe maybe older, so you were a maybe Girl like Scout. Nine. Uh no, but there was like a boys troop for like the um the sons of or like the brothers of some of the sisters. Um, really? Yeah. That's really inclusive. I like that. Yeah. Um 
That's so we cool. like we would play pranks on the girls and stuff like that and shoot them with so like water guns. So you have exactly and... the experience we are talking about. You uh, are I guess, but like describing... we didn't do a lot of the same stuff the girls did. We were kind of on our own for most of the time. Still describing the same movie we were talking about. Okay, please just All tell right. us what you just did tell because that's everything. Um, <laughs> what did you do? So I pooped in the woods a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. So, so, yeah, so, so I would like to think of some of the the. So we obviously we have the intro scene of them all arriving. Um, we we kind of have an idea of the conflict. Mm-hmm. So, what? I guess what's the first scene like them arriving? Is it like they could be on the bus going there? Is that the beginning? Like it opens on the yeah, bus and you could there. have a bunch of like establishing so, shots. You go to the girl who's like kind of emo. She's listening to like My Chemical Romance. You've got the guy who's playing with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You've got so the kid I'm who only the talks about ACDC. Like, um, okay, my my thought was Winona Ryder at like twelve or thirteen for okay. the girl. All right. Um, you've got the, the obviously still, the uh, main girl who's the soccer player. Okay. So yeah, I was thinking in my mind, I'm thinking the opening scene is this long kind of like maybe a drone helicopter tracking shot of the bus or whatever mode of transportation they're taking like kind of winding down the back roads on the way to this camp and uh like so we're really setting like the imagery here and then like right before you know like they get in the camp We'll we'll cut to in bus interior and like do what you guys are saying, kind of introduce some characters. Uh, so I think uh, yeah, Rock was really describing some weirdly accurate character types. I think yeah, um, I think those are good. I remember so I did go to are, other camps uh, besides Girl Scout camp. I want that down. I went to like sports camp and I went to um, like wilderness camp and stuff like that. Right. So I think uh, who were how many other characters do we want to focus on? We've got the brother and the sister. I think we should probably have at least one more character in the girl camp. Uh, I think we need, and then, you know, whatever. So maybe like a max of five, six. Yeah, I think that's fair. Maybe, main characters. Maybe like, okay. Yeah, agreed. But that's kind of the so, cool thing about okay. like a camp movie is you can just show up for like a couple scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll have like elevated background characters, I guess. Like, you know, secondary characters. That's the word. People you see a lot. Yeah. They'll have their own scenes and they'll Mm -hmm. probably feature prominently in other characters' stories or whatever. So, Um, um, how about another girl who's into like cheerleading or something like that? Okay. Maybe that's her best friend. Could be. I was thinking it'd be cool to do like. A counselor or even hmm. like a camp administrator on the girl side of things so like a more like you know like a woman in her 30s or like if we went the administrator route or we could go like a college age girl uh, what about and we could kind of tap into that whole like heading out into the world before the 2008 financial crisis it, oh those kids they, don't know what's um, in store they have no idea. Exactly. These exactly. kids, when they get their jobs. Oh, my gosh. Do good. they know the cost of tuition is skyrocketing, or are they blissfully ignorant of that? 
I would hope was. Uh, I was. Well, I would imagine the younger girls are if we uh, or the younger kids if we focus on somebody who's like a college aged counselor, mm. they might know that their tuition's going up, mm. but they're like, but it's gonna be all right, you know? Like I'm gonna graduate, get a good job. I'm gonna gra- I'm gonna graduate in May 2008, get a good job, and pay off my loans. Oof. And then Oof. they can just like deadpan look into the camera. Do they, they can break, break the, the fourth, fourth wall. wall a little bit? Okay, and, all right. Uh, Yep, and then this is the big short. Just, just that one scene. That one scene. Well, we can't just do one scene. Um, you gotta do more. Yeah, you can. It's, it's, it. It feels like it's a cheesy cop out if it's just one scene. You're right. You're right, Rock. You, you can can't have just different do one scene for a movie. A movie has more than one scene. scene. But, um, a movie has many faces. I just meant like. I, you know, you could have like different characters like do like a little monologue into the camera at some point. That could be fun. Like that's a route we could take. Um, I I always like a good fourth wall break. We haven't had one yet in our movies. Actually, I don't think. actually, no. The more I think about, it, that's a good idea because it'd also be kind of a send up of shows like The Office and Parks and Rec, which started in that time mm-hmm. and kind of had that. Uh, deadpan fourth wall break. Uh, so that's always that's always an option. Okay. Uh, we can keep that in mind. Uh, we can do that. Well, no, I think this is good because the one character we said there's going to be a character doing like a video diary of the mm-hmm. whole experience. Yeah. So, so okay. yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. That's a good idea. Kind of office-y kind of little breakaways. But like the whole the movie yeah. could be the office, but the camp. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. So, like a mockumentary, like documentary going on in the middle of. Yeah, kind of camp movie. I, I kind of like could, that. We could. Actually. We Zach, don't have to do Zach, that. Zach, what do you think? I kind of like that. What do you think, Zach? Um, I like the idea of. I don't like framing everything through a video camera lens. Like it's like a kid walking around filming it, but. I do like the idea, kind of like, I mean, The Office was technically supposed to be like a documentary, yep. but you don't feel like you're watching someone recording mm-hmm. through a camera the mm-hmm. whole time. Uh, I mean, they do kind of bring that up in the last season where the... Right. You know, no spoilers, uh, but... Right. I feel like that was more like just them trying to explain certain parts of the show than... Yeah. I like. I like the idea of us kind of just like filming it like you know like a standard movie but we do have those kind of okay interview type things sure uh because i guess that because it does um respect some of the the gravitas of like certain moments especially since we're gonna be talking about coming of age stuff like there's gonna be serious stuff Mm -hmm. and that's more powerful if you can see it from multi-angle kind of shot versus like Oh, he's hiding in a bush while these two characters are fighting. Like that doesn't have the same weight as or like, that. fucking or yeah. But I we're gonna have to be very careful with that one. Well, it's like the <laughs> older kids or the counselors. Okay, you know? okay. Um, so who are our other characters? We've got the brother sister. We've got I pr- would presume he becomes a camp friend. The video kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who I'm imagining is uh Dustin from Stranger Things. Okay. okay, I like Dustin. Like that's kind of the imagination I'm getting. Sure. Uh, then I think, uh, what do you guys want to do for another character on the girls' side of the pond? 
Rock mentioned the cheerleader girl. I think that would be cool. Um, I also think that the emo girl is always a fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fun cast member in teenage coming of age movies, just because they're like always an outsider. And the they're very outsider, funny, very like deadpan. Yeah, they can have some comedy, but they also can have some seriousness. I just think the outsider point of view makes everyone feel included. Because if we want people to yeah. watch this, we don't want to exclude a bunch. But like, well, only the jocks and the popular people are watching this movie. You know, like the, think right. of the Breakfast Club. It had everybody. I mean, it had six people, but yeah. There are yeah, si- so- we talked about this, Rocky. There are six types of people in the world. You're right. Yeah, just like they're... The hero's journey. Yes. Well, there's 16 according <laughs> good to Matt. The Rock Johnson. Goodfellas. Uh, uh, Chris Evans. Um, anyways, the other thing I want to think about when we're deciding on these characters is where are where are they who are they starting as and like what do they learn about themselves by the end of the movie? So like, no, you tell me. I think that's. Well, I know that's, that's why I think we. Um, so like, let's start, we know the boy, what's he learned? Does he learn like, oh, maybe I do actually like, you know, some, some traditionally masculine things, but I also, you know, I'm still like an arty kid or whatever. Yeah. You can be an arty kid and you can be into manly stuff too. Yeah, sure. Quote unquote manly stuff. The tomboy sister, like what, what does she, what does she learn? Uh, she becomes Marxist. So she, th- Rocky, she that seems very like you're pushing an agenda. So she here. eschews uh. all sports because it's not good for her comrades. <laughs> well, bread and circus. You know, she realizes she's just uh, feeding into the distraction from the she, social issues. She is the she is the opiate well, of the masses. The team um, <laughs> overcomes the alienation from their sport. And overthrows the coach, and then runs a more democratic team. I don't know. So, are you implying the coaches seized the means of production of a sport? No, but um, sports are a little different. But um, I was gonna say they kind of need the coach yeah. to, you know, see the bigger picture on the field and guide yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, as long as you don't have it all Especially owned by sports. like one owner, I think that's the big thing. So the girl, um, what is her main struggle? How old is she? Uh, I don't know, 15, 16. Okay, 15, so older. Let's say 15. Like two years older than the boy. Okay. So let's say 15. That's a good yeah. age. Yeah, 15 okay. is a can't age. drive Software, yet. It's real, real, like, you know, turbulent. Yeah. The one thing I don't want her to uh, change in is I don't want her to stop being a tomboy. Like, I don't want it to be like, Oh, I'm a tomboy, but I realize I like makeup and boys. I don't mm-hmm. want to go that direction. Okay. Um, are we? Uh, do we think she's like dreading summer camp? She's like, oh, I'm too old for this. Like, all my friends are doing other stuff, or or, or is she like really gung ho about summer camp? Is she excited? Actually, I kind of like the idea that she's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing. Like, I should. I'm over this. Yeah. Like, I should be with my friends I'm, right now. Like, she's. I like the ooh, first option. Um. Maybe her friends have gotten their licenses and stuff, and they're mm-hmm. all driving. She's a little yeah. younger, like for her grade. Yeah, like she's got a late birthday. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I, I want to. I could be riding around with Susie eating dipping dots right now. <laughs> so is ice this, cream is of this the future, Riverdale. It is the ice cream of is the this future. Riverdale. I hope not. I hope we write uh, better stuff than Riverdale. 
We don't. We don't. <laughs> like the past three Life episodes, through my heart. Brian has been. <laughs> Brian has been like. So are we just making Riverdale, even though it doesn't make sense? But here's the plot of Riverdale is so wonky. You could say that about anything. I'm like, so Sandra is eating cheese, and Brian's like, that's just Riverdale. (laughs) Like, if we were making a Godzilla movie, like, at some point in the recording, Brian would be like, so we're just doing Riverdale, huh? (laughs) So basically what you're telling me is that if you combine all of the episodes of this podcast, you get one season's worth of Riverdale. Okay, now now you're on. More like five episodes worth. They go way all over the place with that plot. They 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 do a James Bond thing for a bit. And they will. That's season four. They do. That is season four. I can't wait for Archie to become a secret agent. He's British in now. Riverdale. Yeah. Well, well, I Brian, you just finished season three. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do I that. I can't wait for them to like find Atlantis. And All right, have, we have a global we, war. We can't with do Atlantis. a whole podcast. This is for the other, the, for the Riverdale podcast. Uh, um, Atlantis is in the I'm lake at you, the summer camp. It's so anyway. in Sweetwater River. Uh, it's in Sweetwater River. God damn it! Um, I can't wait to start our Riverdale podcast. So, so the girl is her problem that she's like fighting the things of her youth because she's growing older, and then her coming to terms with things is like coming to terms with the fact that her youth is a beautiful part of her life that she should cherish while it's there. Yeah. And that we need to seize the means of production. You know, the product means of production of youthful activity. Yes. I I think, I think yes, but in like a less Marxist way, in a less, uh, no, I think you're onto it, Brian. I think though, we still need to try and keep these characters within the mental capacities of their age. So we don't need them having like these huge like philosophical revelations about the nature of life. Well, this is, uh, but they true. do, this is obviously eat, pray, love, but for summer <laughs> but camp, for kids. it's eat, pray, love, eat, but, pray, love for kids. So it's like eat, play baseball glove, hug or hug. Eat, that play, works too. Eat, eat play, hug. <laughs> eat, play, uh, hug. That's the name of the movie. Eat, play, hug. <laughs> Actually, that would be good. Um, but no, I think, uh, I think, like, yes, that's kind of the realization she should reach, but in the way, like, a 15-year-old. Like, she wouldn't be able to put it as eloquently as you did, I think. I think you're you're giving me too much credit. I don't know. Like, Brian and a 15-year-old well, girl, they're probably on the same mental level, right? Mm, like, I think... Mm, like, she's not going to be delivering a soliloquy about how youth is fleeting and she'll never get this moment back. But maybe there's, like, an act... You know... Show don't tell. Maybe there's like an action that like she joins some, back some, in. You're right. Like in she on the, joins the, final, the communist party of the summer <laughs> on the final rally of the communist party of the Maybe summer. Maybe the camp. emo she girls into it in. too. I don't know. The em- no, she definitely was exposed to Marxism through the emo girl. Like for sure, the emo girl's like here, and she hands over the manifesto. They're, they're <laughs> both like kind of in counselor who's in college, and he's going through his Marxist phase too. Sure. So they're kind of um, going along with him. Is Karl Marx a character Karl in this Marx. movie? Karl Marx is a 21-year-old. He looks year exactly old, yeah. like Karl Marx. That's the weird part. D- they just refer to him as Karl the whole oh, time. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's definitely a communist. Definitely. I, oh. I want more communist gags by the end of this episode. <laughs> I, think, I think it would be funny to have uh, have an older kid who's like in their like edgy phase that so they're mm-hmm. very much like 
just doing everything like yeah maybe they do believe in some of the stuff but like mostly they're doing it to be a contrarian and to like freak out their parents well, one of uh, the counselors i mean like most um, communists one of the counselors could be like brian just, you didn't have to do rocky like that um one of the i thought you i thought i told you roast mode was off uh, one of the counselors could be like just finished up his freshman year at college so like he comes back like, college freshman like he's really into ultimate frisbee now um what's wrong with that uh, literally nothing I mean, uh it's just college dude bro he's really into ultimate frisbee he's got like a bomb he likes vampire weekend he likes vampire oh he likes weekend. vampire weekend when did uh when he's, did their he's really into weed uh i think it okay, came out perfect wait um he's like talking about the festival he, the music festival oh, he yeah. wants to go to yeah, January 29th, 2008. Okay, perfect. Like. Perfect time frame. Ooh, can he be into fish? He's <laughs> really big. Maybe into fish. He uh, he he has an acoustic guitar, fish. but he can't play an F chord yet. That's um, actually this is very reminiscent of the college age in the mid 2000s. So that's I I dig that. Um uh, he's yeah, like it's reminiscent of a college freshman. He's like oh, I just love I guitar. It's so nice, but he can't play an F. Do we have him trying to play an F and failing? Uh, absolutely. That could be one yeah, of the gags. There's definitely That's a running gag. That's a running gag through the movie. Like he he'll be playing a song and then he'll get to a part where he needs to play the F chord and he's like, "Well, you know how the rest goes." or something like that. This one's for or, the Or he'll the music. Or he'll nerds. find an excuse not to play it. Uh, like, "Hey, can you play this one?" and he's like, "Uh." He's like he he like bullshits. He's like, ah, you know, I don't really appreciate that song as a piece of art. Um, <laughs> the the most pretentious thing he could describe <laughs> to say why he can't play the music. Now is he is he a secondary character or one of our core six? Uh, he could be a secondary character. Yeah, secondary. Okay, okay. Despite the fact so that we spend more time on him than any other character, he will be secondary. Yeah, so we've got the brother, sister. What about Video Kid? Where does he start? Uh, and where does he end? Did we say it was Dustin? Yeah, he's he's like reminiscent of Dustin from Stranger Things. Okay. Um, I think at least physically. Do you think that the the younger brother knows this kid already, or do you think he meets him at summer camp? I think he knows him, but maybe they're not like close, close friends. friends. Mm-hmm. So they're like the only people who know each other. Have they been to the summer camp before, or is this? Yeah, yeah, I think they've been before. Okay. At least so a I couple of them. The older ones, I think, for sure have. Maybe some of the younger kids, yeah. this is their first time. And we could have sure. that going to, like, yeah. people. Because, Brian, you don't know this. Maybe Zach knows this. Um, if you're in your second year at the same summer camp, you act like you are, like, King Dick. Like, you own the place. Oh, it's true. Um, you it's know true. everything. You know all the, hi- like, hiding places. You know, you know when everything when happens. and how to prank the kids who are just, like, one year younger than you. But, like, they're newbies. So you're like, yeah, you're like screw you're them. Like, I'm going to prank hey, them. Hey, go the the, you should go to the lake at 9 p.m. tonight. And they're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. So they don't know what happens system, at the lake Just at like I said before. What happens? Brian, what happens at the lake? You wouldn't know this because you haven't been to. Summer what happens camp. at the summer lake camp at night? Is a class system. It is a class system. It's based on how long you've been coming to the summer camp. And our our young Marxian woman will break that class system and free all of the <laughs> um, workers from their chain. I'm sorry. So what happens at the lake at nine, Rocky? Uh, 
we can't tell you. You never went to summer camp. You'll find out. So if I went to summer camp right now, you will find out with the rest of the audience. Find out. No, they they'd be like, "Sir, do you have a child at this camp? (laughs) We're gonna have to ask you to leave." Who do you know here? Uh, Is that what happens? Is that what happens at the lake? You get asked to leave because you don't have a child there? That sounds pretty Yeah, bad. you can't just show up to like a kid's summer camp as a 20-something-year-old man. I thought that's how counselors worked. You just got like stranded well, that's there. Not, that's not just showing up. You know, uh, We could have that, too. There could be like something. a parent who like needs to get their kid. Um, this could be like just like a little comedic gag throughout the whole movie. You could have one parent who's like, I need to get Jeremy. We've got to get him out of this camp. He's got to come home, and he, the parent keeps failing for whatever. Yeah, reason. like Jeremy's running away. Jeremy's like a seven-year-old. Or like, like the other counselors. Yeah, Jeremy shoots up the camp. Um, Yikes! <laughs> oh, that's true. That, well, no, see, Rocky, that would happen if the movie was set in the twenty rips. R.I.P. Rip all those. Children. Got heavy. More dead children podcast. So, so, so the kid is running away. So the running gag for this comedy podcast is uh, the the parent running around like, I can't get him. Where's Jeremy? And he's like running on the beach. And then later he's on the soccer field. And then he's in the showers like, I think, Jeremy. I, I think Jeremy's just a kid who's actually like enjoying himself at camp. And his mom's a helicopter parent. And she keeps trying to just, like show up and baby him. And then I think he's oblivious like, to on, what's like, going Deborah. on with his mom. Yeah. Like he has no idea what Deborah's yeah. doing. She's, but um, she yeah. keeps like, They're like failing. Deborah, to... he's fine. Yeah, maybe the dad put him yeah, in. She's having like an existential crisis. Maybe Jeremy's dad put Jeremy she's in like, summer my camp. Baby's growing he's up. like, I loved that summer camp. Like I used to go to that when I was a kid. And his yeah. mom's like, I don't know. Like you know how fragile he is, and and how easily he gets hurt. Oh yeah, no, Rock's right. Rock's right. This is. Yeah. This is a like classic summer camp parent. There's always like that mom who is afraid to let her baby go and she like tries to show up in the middle of the week sometimes. Jeremy's okay. owning camp. So this is everybody yeah, knows no, Jeremy. Jeremy I think boss. Jeremy should Yeah, and I think he's like one of, he's one of the youngest kids, but he's just like kicking ass at this camp. Like he's insanely good at everything. There's like you know, he's like 12 and there's like 14 year olds who are like, oh, Jeremy, like you want to go to the lake at night? All the young girls and it's love not for him. what you think. Yeah. Wait, no, but what is it? I want to know what it's for. Like, Brian, there's I can't another, tell you, you didn't go to summer camp. There's another so young innuendo it around me. There's another young boy at the same summer camp who's trying to get with a girl. And she's like, so did you know Jeremy? Like, is he seeing anybody? Um, does he have any? Does he have that anybody he to likes? Video kid. Yeah, it could happen to video kid. Which just makes Video Kid dive even more into his art. That's a good Dustin like story arc right there, like a short, sad but sweet. Like, oh, this girl is obsessed with Jeremy, and he has to deal with yeah, heartbreak maybe... or disappointment or rejection. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's like maybe Jeremy really wants like not Jeremy. Uh, Video Kid really wants. Let's like, call him Dustin. You know, he wants. Uh, no, I'm just gonna keep calling him Video Kid. Video Kid. Uh, All right. Video killed the what? radio store. What's his, uh, what's, he wants affirmation, you know, he wants people to recognize him and he's trying to get it through like girls liking him or being good at sports or whatever. And then at the end when he, they play like, at you know, the big end of camp celebration, when they play his, 
you know, two week mm-hmm. long video documentary. Yeah, they the project it stuff. onto the like, screen. After mm-hmm. that, like, ev- yeah, everyone's like, oh, wow, this is really good. Like, wow, like, good job, video kid. Uh, I think it'd be funny if they actually still don't know his name. Uh, and, like, he's like, oh, he's like, I can, you know, I can, I don't have to, like, get people to like me through acts of, uh, you know, like, physical feats or you know like yeah. being a very cool person he's like i can do what i like and if i just if i do what i like and i'm good at it you know people will respect me sure and like i'm imagining at like, the end of the movie art. like he plays the movie for everybody it says directed by brandon or something like that and everybody's like who the heck's brandon and it was actually it was video a 40 kid. year old man named brandon no 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 who was like nobody knows video kid. kids names name oh gotcha like you'll hear, yeah. I think <laughs> I like this because you know at camp you, everybody gets nicknames. So I think I like, know Brian doesn't. He's video kid. Uh, yeah, you, Rocky knows at camp you get. So nicknames. Rocky, what was uh, your what was your nickname? What was your uh, camp I think nickname? everybody just called me Rocky. Cool. So everybody but Rocky gets a nickname. Zach, what was your nickname? <laughs> uh, it depended on the year. Uh, what was the most embarrassing one? I don't remember. I've probably blocked it out of my mind. Actually, while wow, thinking about summer camps, dredging up some bad shit. <laughs> oh, all right. So, oh no, Zach's so Zach got PTSD. Pants McGee. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I knew, uh, you know, like one year somebody got the nickname of Zippy because somebody walked into their tent and they were changing, so they were butt naked and they tried to cover up their junk with the clear Ziploc bag. <laughs> so like, everybody called him Zippy. Um. We had That's we had like uh, you know one like one year we had a kid who his name was Bobby but like the first Transformers movie came out that summer so everybody called him Bobby Bolivia after like <laughs> who was that Bernie Mac's what? used car salesman yeah. character Bobby or whoever that was yeah it was uh, so everybody just called him Bobby Bolivia uh, we had uh, we had like a kid who just got called like Kool Aid because all he he wore. <laughs> There was a guy a at our, white. There was a guy at our school named Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Brian, you guy. didn't go to summer camp, okay? I love Kool Aid. Uh, um, we had yeah, because we would always have a water cooler and a Kool Aid cooler, and he wore the same white T-shirt uh, the entire week, and it was just cover a multicolored tie-dye Kool Aid experience Ew. at the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, it was disgusting. Can we? Don't get me wrong, it was disgusting. That's a great kid. Um, can we put him in yeah, the movie? Put him in the put Kool Aid. Yeah, in the damn like movie. these can all be background kids. Uh, yeah, um, you know, we had a guy who was a little bit on the larger side, and everyone called him Big Sexy because he okay. like he just owned it and walked around. Yeah, Garrett like, has a ton of nicknames. Walked around all fat. <laughs> Just walked around like it wasn't a problem because it's not. <laughs> yeah, uh, like stuff like that. So you know, like everybody gets nicknames at summer camp. Uh, so we've got brother, sister, video kid. Uh, what do we decide with the other girl? Or like, do you want to do a goth emo chick? Um, yeah. Or like, yeah, she's listening to yeah. "Welcome to the Black Parade" all the time. Yeah. Okay. She's played um, by a young Winona Ryder. Yeah, young Winona yeah. Ryder. Ryder. Uh, young Winona Ryder. Uh, what's her what's her arc? What's like what's she discover about? Her Do they need to all have an arc? Could she just be a supporting actress? Yeah, sure. I think she should have like some kind of like minor story, but it doesn't have to be like a life changing 
uh, you know, realization. Maybe she's not friends with the main character at first, but like they kind of begrudgingly, maybe she uh, stays in the same cabin as her and kind of begrudgingly learns to, to like her and befriend her. Maybe she's kind of cold to the main character girl at first. Hmm. Has so she been I there? Like that, but I, on the other hand, I want to have like, maybe, maybe her thing is she learns like, it's okay to be an introvert. Like, Okay. Oh, that's a like, good point. Yeah, we do want to. Um, yeah, like that's a good. I'm, try, I'm trying to avoid like very too many like stereotypical like, uh-huh. you know, uh, normal normative societal like realizations. That's a good point. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking this is her like camp too. Like she's done with it. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah. She's she's too old. She she's kind of like the main character. Like they're both kind of the same age. They're both old, um, for the camp, and and they're just yeah. tired. Of maybe it. maybe like if, maybe if you she... signed sixteen year old me up for camp, I would not have wanted that at all. So I actually have an idea for for her arc, and it ties into the main character. So maybe the main character and her have been going to the same summer camp for a long time, like you said, mm-hmm. and this is maybe her best camp friend. Like the past few years, we even have a, maybe a, a mention of that or a flashback or something where they show like, Oh, they were so close. Like they were, you know, every summer camp, they were like best friends, like almost sisters, even though obviously her brothers in the other right. camp. But anyway, this year she's like so done with it. Like you talked about, she's like gotten kind of emo over break and like, or over school. And like, she's a little different. She's realized that she's an introvert and like maybe the main character girl has tries to rope her into stuff and like, no, come on. We remember how fun this used to be. And mm-hmm. like they, she I has like a hard ride. heart with her eventually. And she's like, listen, this, it, it's just a lot for me and I need some time for me. And like it, she, she is able to teach the main character girl that it's okay to need me time. And like that yeah, is acceptable. I think that's good. And it's a learning experience for the main character when she learns to accept like, Oh, like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I like that. Okay. I like that. And I think, you know, we don't want to, like, lean... You don't want to go with that stereotype that, like, introverts hate people. Yeah, because they don't, yeah. don't want to be around anything. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, we should also still have scenes of her, like, doing stuff. Sure. But... Like, you know, she's like, yeah, but I need, like, my me time after. Sure. And she even says that. She can even describe that. Like, listen, I love that. I love being with people. But it's very exhausting, and I need some time to myself. And then that's, like, finally clicks for main character. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That's a good message, I hope. Another character I want to have is, like, a a boy who it's, like, his last year. Yeah. Like, he's 17, 18. It's his last summer at the camp. And... You know, he's got his crew of other uh, boys around that age, and they are kind of, like, a little rambunctious. They're like, yeah, we've been here for years. Like, they're in good with most of the staff. So, like, they're a little more trusted to kind of just, like, do their own thing. And I want them to get into, like, some just, like, wild – not necessarily wild, but, like, some more – misadventures, like, outside of the camp. Like, maybe they they have, like, special permission to leave the grounds every now and then. Or, like, they know a way to sneak out and do other okay. stuff. So sure. maybe they're sneaking to, like, the, sw- the nearby swimming hole where, like, a bunch of other local teens hang out and, like, smoke cigs and drink or whatever. Uh, or, you know, they take a take a day and they like just go canoe down the river or something and they have like shenanigans and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I want to like, for me, when I think of like summer camp, I mostly remember like 
me as like the youngest version of me and then the oldest version of me there a lot of this stuff like in the middle years gets lost so i like if i was making this project i'd kind of want to have like both ages represented if that makes sense yeah yeah that makes that sense. sense yeah so we've got brother sister video kid emo girl older boy and like i'm not so much i know his character arc's gonna be like oh my youth is over uh, but he's mostly in there for, uh, funny summer camp, like funny antics. Like he's, he's kind of antics. done his character arc. He's for the most part matured and he's more like, yeah. as an act, like a comedy relief character. Yeah. And then, um, do you want to, do we want to do any more or do we kind of want it to be that? I, I'm cool with just that. All right, so I think we know more or less where these characters are going, and I don't think we need to meticulously sit down and be like, well, how do we reach there? I think we should just start talking about, like, stuff that would happen at summer camp and, like, gags and funny stuff, and we'll probably naturally be like, oh, and this is where the character kind of, like, has this defining moment or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So. I don't know. I don't know how to start. Uh, I guess we'll just get into this by like Rocky. What was like something funny that happened at a camp that like you would want to draw inspiration from? It's like a scene in this movie. Um, we used to do like capture the flag, um, with like water guns. So if you got out and you had to go back, um, so we could do like a big like war scene or something like something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a water yeah. gun fight scene where there's like they're shooting water and they've got mm-hmm. like balloons, water balloons, and they're yes. smacking people. It's like people slow motion. Yeah. I wanted people very, in the face. It's like, very Psh. like uh, the, there's a oh, overly dramatic. There's a kid with a hose hooked up to the mm-hmm. faucet and he's like using it as almost a flamethrower, but with water, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, and I wanted uh, it to be very cinematic, like Rocky said, like like a no, war I, movie. I'm like all the in on Saving this. Private yeah, we, Ryan like, opening everything scene goes like extra white it goes extra widescreen like the black bars kind of come in and like everything gets really serious maybe we do it in a sepia tone uh maybe the lead up is real like they're all freaked out they're like looking at each other like their eyes are real wide and they're like i guess we probably shouldn't do actual like foley because that doesn't sound as impressive maybe it's like classical music or or, or some kind of yeah. score over top uh, ccr starts playing in the background <laughs> think, uh, that's the first movie they're walking <laughs> they're walking through the woods like one of the kids has a bandana on uh i remember i know, went one to the, like one do, camp do, in the woods one time and it was uh, yeah the wrong ccr song for this scenario <laughs> um playing in a traveling band um <laughs> there was one camp i went to that was like the the two sides were separated via a bridge. And so like we played capture the flag, the bridge was just all out. Like, like if die, you went across that bridge. So we're doing yes, a bridge, on, bridge the on the river. Kwai. It's a very strategic bridge. Um, oh, that could be so good. That'd be a, a great bit. Great middle of the yes. movie. So like, you just put it like air. a, like a little war. And then one of the, uh, one of the things you could do in capture the flag is you can guard like one spot. And then, so everybody assumes the flag's there, so you have one kid make it through and get to the other end, and they get to the where they think the flag's going to be, and then they're like, ha, 
it's not there. I think video kids should be like taking on the role of, you know, like a wartime journalist and maybe he gets he gets hit with a water balloon and he's just like, you're not supposed to shoot the journalists or something like that. We have diplomatic immunity. Journalist yeah. immunity. Yeah, pretty much. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, I like that. That'd be fun. Uh, and the other thing I do want to like think about while we're doing these gags is like, I think we need to kind of be very on the nose or like mindful of like the time period we're in. So we need to include stuff that's like, what's, what's something that would be characteristic of the mid to late two thousands that we could include. So like iPod minis don't like, yeah, no, I think we could have uh, iPods. uh, I think another thing is camps really don't let kids have their cell phones on them the whole Mm -hmm. time. So I think that, is useful I didn't have for a cell phone as like they can't you know back when I was I didn't like, have one till high school but yeah middle school I didn't have one yeah I didn't have one till my freshman year of high school but so maybe for the younger kids it's not as big of a deal uh but even with the older kids it'll prevent it being like well they could have just like called somebody and that would have solved yeah, this whole problem yeah agreed we we do and luckily back in that time like kids weren't all getting them when they were super young so True. it's it, and it, even still and we may not even need to address it honestly right and even i mean it would be as simple as like having one scene where like the kids drop their phones in a bucket at the beginning of the day or camp or something um but another thing is, like, we could even do it with, like, the older kids. They have a little more privileges, so maybe they're allowed to have their phones, like, mm-hmm. after, like, 9 p.m. or something. So we can have some, like, text message drama going on, like, little text message. Early, early T9 era text messaging, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. We need to reference. have. Oh, my gosh, Brian. T9, the best form of They're all flip phones. They're all Razor phones. For sure, they're all right. Well, when did the Razor come out? Was, yeah, that would be right around oh, then. That, yeah, Rocky. Not everyone can have the Motorola Razor. That's true. Only if only, if only we that could was a very bourgeois. Jeremy phone. would have the Razor. That is the <laughs> the future I am working towards. Where every child, there is a chicken in every pot and a razor in every pocket, but a Motorola Razor, obviously. Um, so I like the water balloon, uh, water gun fight idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be one like there needs- duo of kids who are like always like stuck somewhere, like the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, like w- the counselors are always trying to like get them. Yeah, like they're stuck in a cabin and they can't get out. The whole movie. Um, okay. Like they 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 go into <laughs> like an old. They- they're stuck in this cabin for two weeks. Uh, yeah, but it's a movie. You you don't have to be like realistic. You can just have these okay, random okay. gag characters throw away characters in this like Yeah, that actually cabin. is a good point cuz like that like that's the kind of thing that would happen in like an 80s. Maybe like movie. maybe like it's a big like building that they don't use anymore, so there's a kitchen in it and there's plenty of food and stuff uh stuff to survive on. And I'm fine on. with things being a little exaggerated mm-hmm. because you know everything seems more intense or grander when you're the younger you are. Um and plus time distorts things so i almost kind of want this to have the tone of like the memory of an older person Mm -hmm. how they would remember their summer camp so maybe stuff wasn't like as epic but we're gonna portray it as that because like that's how people remember things so and then not to get too autobiographical but i always 
um, would have crushes on. Well, I think it's fine to be semi autobiographical. So, uh, for the movie, like you could put parts in your life, but for the podcast, I feel weird being yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I used to have crushes on all the girls at summer camp." Um, that that sounds a like a pretty universal thing yeah. for that age. Well, I was so, at like, like an all boys camp, so I don't know. So about you, that. yeah, but so you, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, to have crushes on a lot of the girls and like. When you're that age, you don't... No, we always had crushes on guys' sisters. Like, oh, yeah? When it was, Go like, on. family night and, like, some of the other guys' sisters would come down, Does... we'd be, we'd always tease the guys and be like, <laughs> we'd be like, I'm going to bone your sister behind the porta potty tonight. You'd be like, Which obviously Reggie? was never going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. But... <laughs> no, it's like the Joker's... Like, these girls I had crushes on at summer camp, I don't even know what I would have done with them... You shoved a if, pencil through their eye hole? If no, not that part of the Dark Knight. There were she a lot of robbed the mob. There were like two hours of that movie, um, so lots of things happened. You would burn uh, a no, giant shut pile up. of cash. I just mean like, you know, when I'm like ten or eleven, you know, if a girl's like, oh, I kind of like you too. Yeah, like, like, what do you? Where does that even? Yeah, go? no, like when you're that age, you don't. You don't you're know. like. I know. I like. You know. I know I like like this girl, or I know I like you know this sex, but like, what would I do? Like you 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 you're mentally aware that you are into this, but you're not really sure mm -hmm. what actions you would take if given the. You're like, oh, sure. Katie's cute. That's and that's the end and that's, that's the end of it. Yeah, and then she yeah. never you're looks like, your yeah. way, and, uh, and she's really into Daniel, and you're like, Jeremy. what's Daniel you got that I don't got? Or, or Jeremy. Could be either one. Jeremy's really awesome. I think, yeah, I think like, one of little brother's uh, bunkmates should be, like, you know, the the kid who was always, like, crushing on a girl, and, like, but nev nothing ever happened. Like, he was just always, like, oh, she's so cute. Like, I'm really into her. But, like, he never stood a chance or, like, mm -hmm. never made any moves or anything. Yeah. Okay, so that's a fun bit. Um. Yeah, and like this can be like recurring things in the background yeah. too, of the main story. I mean, that's what summer camp is, right? Just a bunch of yeah. recurring bits over and over again. Yeah, it much. really is actually nature. Like, it For really someone is. who's never been to summer camp, you really hit the nail on the head. Um, Thank you. Yeah, good job. I want. I'm impressed. I think I want there to be a scene uh, with the older boy where they go to. You know, they sneak out of camp or they're out of the campgrounds or whatever, and they're hanging out at the uh, the swimming hole where a bunch of other, like, teens are hanging out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they're jumping off cliff or li little rock faces in the swimming hole and stuff. And one of the guys he's hanging out with, like, there's a guy, we'll say some guy shows up and he's like, we'll say he's like, I don't know, scary. Uh, maybe he's got, like, he's drunk or something and he's got like mm -hmm. a knife or a gun or something. And they're like, Oh man, like we shouldn't mess with that guy. And then one of the other guys is like, yeah, we shouldn't because I fucked his girlfriend <laughs> or something like that. And then they like are trying to sneak out away from the swimming hole without being noticed by this guy. And then, uh, like maybe they get noticed and they have to like a chase ensues or something. They like escape. Do they have a car or are they running on foot? Uh, they are running on foot, or mm, it's whatever. Maybe they like have a car that's parked a ways away, but they have to like 
run to it. Okay, but he's chasing uh, them on foot. The scary guy is chasing yeah, them on foot through yeah. the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think I uh, scary guy. I want scary guy to be like age appropriate Zach Geffron. Okay. Okay. So like a really handsome guy, but somewhat intimidating. But like, but also yeah, kind of intimidating and maybe a little off the rails. Like he's obviously he's a little like We don't have to delve into this. Yeah, we don't have to delve into this in the movie, but he obviously comes from a broken home. Like, he's smoking cigarettes and is drunk and is, like, 16, 17, and he's waving a handgun around in a swimming hole. Is this a common thing for for camp? Is this something you both experienced? I did experience a story like this at my summer summer camp. Yeah, well, we grew up in. You know, I was areas. never a counselor, <laughs> so you know maybe they did crazy things. I was friends with a couple um, girls who were counselors, and they would always like be like, "I kind of want to hook up with other counselor," but Jeremy. No, not like Jeremy would be like a kid. I mean, like, uh, like another one of the counselors. I think, I think uh, the older counselors are all hooking up with each other. Well, that that's a pretty that's oh, a given. That, not, that's a given. That's just summer. Camp. Maybe not in the movie, but like for sure in real life. Every like, if you're listening to this and you went to a summer camp, all of your counselors were trying to get with each other. And if you are a counselor and you weren't hooking up with somebody, you're either lying, or I'm sorry, and we will send you a nice gift basket. You're the lame gift one. Basket. Like, our, Brian, our we don't even have money to buy stickers for our podcast. Where are we getting the money for a gift basket? I've lied before in this podcast. I will do it again. I think there definitely should be like a, and this this is drawing a little bit more from like my experience and where I grew up. But I think there should be like maybe a firearms course, like a shotgun and rifle course. Like, okay. and there's some, like you know, they're learning how to shoot guns, and the kid. One of the kids is like not okay with it, and one of the kids is really into it. Um, maybe like one, maybe one kid is like we could have the main kid. The main kid is like horribly bad, like horribly bad shot. Like he misses like every clay pigeon or something they throw up there. Like just laughably bad. Uh, I think we could have a scene. Oh, we need. De- we definitely need like kitchen shenanigans like mm-hmm. mess hall shenanigans mm-hmm. mess hall shenanigans ooh food, food fight? fight no cuz we're already cliche? we're already doing we're already yeah. and we're already doing the the water scene so we don't need two war scenes two fight scenes i gotcha yeah not like i just don't yeah not a fight yeah, uh I, I mean i don't think a food fight but yeah could, maybe maybe shenanigans we could constantly for sure. see uh Kool-Aid kids spilling Kool-Aid that's on so good shirt. i do want that bit that's uh, yes and like at every meal time we could have like some kid who's like maybe Maybe says something stupid every now and then. He's like, "Could you survive off of watermelon because it's both water and melon?" Uh, and then he tries it. You know, he eats nothing but watermelon the whole time he's there. He's just watermelon. Yeah, kid. sure. Everybody just calls him watermelon. Let's do that. They call um, him melon. Melon. Head. Most of the most of the camps uh, I've been to had like a golf cart that the counselors were right around in, and every once in a while they'd like just let a kid drive it around and if you got to drive the golf cart you were like king for a day you had unique transportation powers in. i like the golf cart. okay jeremy gets to drive the golf jeremy is the such golf a bad cart. dude jeremy is like the 12 year old and he's, he's constantly driving around he's his always golf cart wearing like awesome. ray-ban sunglasses i think jeremy should steal the old the girl from the older main character 
guy who he was like crushing like on at the at the resolution scene at the very end of the movie when everyone's happy and it's like the last yeah night. like he's going to tell her how he feels or yeah something. it's at the dinner and, and, and jeremy uh, is there at dinner with her and he's wearing like a suit yeah. like a linen suit and he's he's got her <laughs> like he's got his arm around a her linen suit <laughs> yes he packed it Jeremy's, just in case jeremy is so so cool and he is at this Havana-themed goodbye dinner for the summer camp. Havana um, Nights. Summer camp Havana Nights. And he's wearing a linen suit and Ray-Bans. I think, like, our older guy character should be, like, you know, kind of goofy, like, not smooth at all. So maybe he, like, tries to take the girl out on a rowboat or something, and he's just, like, super awkward about it. Like, uh gets stung by a bee or something while they're on the boat and his face swells up and they're like, she's like, we should we go to the medical tent? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Yep, I'm good with that too. <laughs> um, every summer camp has a uh, shitting the pants story. So we have to include that in there. So I read a story one time. It was like this kid pooped his pants in the sleeping bag. <laughs> no that happened at a camp for me once like this kid was so lazy he like he purposely he, did he it. Like, yeah he snuck in like a portable dvd player so he could watch movies the whole camp out and then he just like he he all he did was like eat snacks and then he just shit himself in his sleeping bag and that child's <laughs> name albert einstein <laughs> No, we definitely need some, like, contraband gags. There's always, like, contraband at summer camp. You know, like, you're not allowed to have certain snacks or, like, any snacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, like, Game Boys or anything like like that. I used to bring Game Boys a lot. Zach, did did you go to fat camp? No, you weren't allowed to keep, uh, we weren't allowed to keep, like, snacks in our tents because it would attract animals. You know, like the animals sleeping in the tent. (laughs) Also, like. Oh, that would be funny if there's like a raccoon that like everyone's terrified. Oh, of yes. or something. That's old man. Like it keeps, Jacob. He's been here for thirty like this, years. This yeah, this raccoon that's supposedly like thirty years old and it's a master like lock pick. It it can get into everything and all the kids are like, "There's no way stuff. that they there's no way that raccoon is thirty years old." And they're like, "Yeah, it is. Someone saw him. I don't know." Uh, yeah, maybe like a video kid and little brother and then like maybe a couple like girls around their age from the other side of the pond, like end up like lost in the woods and they find this raccoon's lair and he's got like, he's got like stuff from the past 30 years. He's got like, I don't know, like a Betamax. Uh, he has a Betamax set up and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. He's got, um. He's got newspaper clippings from 9-11. Um, he's got the crown jewels of England. Which were created and lost in the last 30 years, yep. Just really weird stuff. Uh, um, and then... Uh, there's always a pool scene. A- I think um, one of the big things when I was in summer camp, we'd go to the pool like on the weekends or like Friday. Okay. And um, Well, they've got a pond, so... Yeah. So they don't have like a type of swimming pool at all, just just the lake. In my mind, yeah, they're using the lake as the swimming. Yeah, that all makes right. sense. All right, okay, so I won't include that then. Well, you can still like 
include something similar to okay that. well we we would like pool. go to a pool and um we would always have competitions to see who could do the best like belly flop or make the biggest like cannonball uh, yeah. splash so you could do stuff yeah. like that i think that's a good scene yeah um we always had like a big competition on like the penultimate night of uh camp we would have so like this big relay race. So we'd have, uh, you know, somebody would swim. Like each team would have somebody swim to the middle of the lake with a can of soda, and then they'd pass it off to somebody on their team in a canoe, like two people in a canoe. And then those people would canoe to like the far other end of the lake, hand it to a runner, and then the runner would like have to do a lap back to where the swimmers started and then somebody would be standing there and they'd have to chug the soda and whichever team like finished the soda first was the winner. So I think it'd be cool to have like, you know, this big like competition that's every, you know, the weeks kind of moving towards. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe that's where uh, the kid, the little brother kid like can realize like, he's like, Oh, I, I, I can do like physical stuff if I want to, like, I'm not a total wimp. Maybe his whole thing is he's let his, uh, let, you know, like people get in his ear and he's like, Oh, like, I'm not like, I'm not good at physical it's a crisis stuff. of confidence, like, creative stuff. Yeah. And then he does have like a, like a little, maybe he's the runner. He's like, he finds out he's super fast or he's the flash. This kid has been oh Barry gosh. Allen the whole time. And it he's actually Wally ends West. up being an MCU origin story for the flash. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. is the flash is in the Marvel? Flash ended oh up in the Marvel cinematic. It's like universe. Captain. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a crossover event. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but we could, that could be like where he gains his confidence. Uh, and we could have like tons of shenanigans, like two two side characters that we've seen all movie that are in the canoe together, like can't get their rhythm down for the canoe, and they just like so they're stuck in the lake in for very, like days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they like flip it in a very comical fashion, or like one of them's like, "Let's just flip it and come back," and like, and one of the guys is like, "No, I don't want to get wet." And he's like, but we just need to flip it. Like we could, we've been out here for two hours. We could have been back by now. And he's like, yeah, but like the water's kind of gross. Yeah. I don't want to get wet. Um, very odd couple-ish. Uh, always good to have an odd couple. Every summer camp always then, has like uh, tree kid, the guy who climbs trees and just stays up there all day. Uh, we always had a kid who like would just find snakes and pick them up. Uh, yeah. So I think it'd be good Check to have out like this a critter bug. kid, like he's just finding animals. He'd be like, no critter like... kid. <laughs> the, I think um, the proper term, no Tyler, entomologist. But what are what are some pranks we want these these campers to get into? Like, we would always we had had stuff where like we would carry people out of their tents into the middle of a field without waking them up, or we would That's impressive. It, Did like, you drug them? Yeah, it it what? <laughs> no, we were just very good. Um, we or we like we would take their tents down around them sometimes. Uh, one time we put like an entire canoe inside their tent and then put uh, life jackets around their on them, like the kind that go around your neck. We'd put that and then like oars in their hands and they never woke up. Man, those are some heavy uh, sleepers. 
Yeah, I don't think I ever did anything like that. We would like spray spray uh, dye, like with the spray paint hair dye type stuff, people's hair. Uh, We do the shaving cream stuff. We would like like shave them. Yeah, we would give them a straight razor shave, and they'd look really good in the morning, and they wouldn't know why, and we just laugh because we would know. Um, My face feels so like smooth, that. and you'd also uh, like clean their and teeth we, and like massage their feet and hands. I forgot that this was yeah. a summer spa. You just camp, you just but. fix them up like a Buick, you know. We'd also, I think this would like the prank side of things would be a good uh, chance for like sneaking to the other side of the pond. Oh stuff. yeah. So like oh, maybe yeah, they're sneaking sure. over there to prank the girls and stuff like that. Yeah, that's got to happen. Um, There's got to be some some prank the other side, like us versus them goofs. Maybe this is when they end up finding the raccoon's lair because, like, in the pranking madness, like you know, the counselors or the camp administrators like come and bust, try to bust them, and everybody like scatters and video kid and uh little brother boy and then like two of the girls that have been kind of like side characters through the movie like they end up like running deep into the woods and then they stumble across the this 30 year old (laughs) raccoon's lair um yeah that makes sense trying to think of some good pranks though uh so what if like uh one of the things they do is and we don't see it like they've got plans for a bunch of pranks and maybe like a few of them happen before they uh start to get busted up but like the next morning uh one of the side kids or whatever like it's you know it's this tranquil shot of the uh pond at morning like there's a little fog rolling off of it and there's just a canoe floating in the middle of it and like some kids asleep in the middle of the canoe in the middle of the pond that's funny that's perfect that's a funny shot uh, that, that's a funny shot yeah. also it can be really like pretty kind of serene yeah yeah, yeah. morning yeah. wood starts playing oh yeah, we're gonna have a lot of nature a lot of nature porn um for sure mm-hmm. very scenic shots all right so yeah so i guess that you know, they had, we'll say they had the competition on the penultimate day, and then the pranks were done that night. And now it's uh, the last day, it's family day. Uh, people, you know, they have the big camp, we'll say they have a big campfire, like family ceremony or whatever. Yep. Uh, and like the characters' arcs kind of start culminating here. So, uh, like, what, what happens with, uh, what kind of happens with the big sister on this last day like is this when she has the uh what do we even decide she was gonna do well her her uh, arc was that she was kind of shunning some of the the things about summer camp she was so right. dumb with it and then this is where she like realized her arc is realizing that yeah. she she enjoys those things and it's okay to cherish those she doesn't have to be like a you know completely done with her childhood just yet like too cool and detached yeah mm-hmm. or that's the symbol yeah so so maybe maybe during the penultimate stuff maybe she joins in on the pranks maybe her climax for her yeah, arc okay. is like she yeah. misses out on some of the things before like the the water war maybe she like tries not to join in or like mm-hmm. uh, one of those other yeah, yeah, maybe- intermediary things she she says no i'm i'm done with that like i'm too old for that and then eventually yeah. she like gets brought in by somebody maybe her brother maybe winona Ryder. uh 
in on the pranks and that's like her redemption arc ends or or is I like this successful like from this. the from the pranks like she joins in and pranks somebody and uh-huh. that's like okay I can enjoy this and so she's resolved and the the last day is like her resolutions she's glowing in the aftermath of that resolutions the okay. following yeah action. adding to that I'm maybe imagining... like she's oh. into one of the older male counselors or something like that and maybe she's like kind of pining over him the whole time she's there and then at the end she's like you know what he's just really dumb yeah could be i don't think having a like a romance subplot for her is necessary but i mean like it, i don't think it would detract anything either um i i the main thing i'm worried about with that is there's always such a you know it's just like a common stereotype i feel for like a younger girl to be crushing on like the older male counselor so I feel like it could be a little cliche or played out, but I don't think it would ruin the story either. Um, so I, I'm sorry that I just shit on that idea. Rocky. Yeah. I'm about to throw out the mic and just walk away. Damn. Uh, no, I liked what Brian was saying though. I think, uh, I think, I think like, I think her with the water war, yeah. maybe like we have a scene of like, she's just like walking by like in her own business and like gets hit. And we like, the scene when it's showing this scene, it's not in like the very cinematic war style sure. anymore. And then she gets hit with like a water balloon and gets really mad. Um, but then I think one of the cool things we could do too is you were saying maybe like uh, young Winona Ryder stand in, like gets her in on the pranks, and she could be like, But I thought you were an introvert or whatever. And she's like, Well, that doesn't mean I don't like to do things. <laughs> like, sure. Um, yeah, so I, I like, I like wrapping her up like that. Like, she's like, I can be a goofy kid. She's like, I'm, I'm just 15. Like I've got my whole life to be a grown up. Um, which is good. So okay. I think that's a good message yeah. to like be, be a part of who you are now, not who you're going to yeah. be. I think so too. Um, so then we already kind of had like the building of confidence at the big competition for little brother. Yep. Uh, we know video kid at like the campfire ceremony, his little documentary plays and everyone's like, Oh, that's really good. Um, I'm trying to think of like older guy, like what we could kind of wrap him up with. I think maybe it's just like, like, cause we said he's already kind of matured. Like there's less yeah. of a, his arc isn't much of a movement because journey. he's kind so of, I think, he's there for more comedic stuff. So yeah. I mean, I think for him, the thing is, uh, he's more of like a stand in for everyone in the audience who is like, who is an adult now and kind of like thinking back on that. So maybe his final scene is like supposed to be representative of everybody thinking back on like when they went like left their last summer camp. So it's just like a scene of him, like looking at the camp before they, that's perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like he like takes a moment, like takes a breath, looks back at the camp. You can see that it's like him reminiscing. He's looking out on all the people like, you know, playing with their friends or saying hi to their families or whatever. And he just like smiles and drives off. And that's a wrap on the nostalgia part of things. Is that the last shot or do I, well, I'm not sure about the last shot, but I also think Jeremy's mom finally like gets into camp on family day and she's like, oh my gosh, my baby, I miss you so much. And he's just like, oh, what? Yeah. Classic. Or, like, classic he's, he's like, like hanging out with his friends and like 
the girl he stole from the older guy or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, Mom, like you're cramping my style or whatever. Cla- classic. Pulls out his Motorola razor, gets the girl's number. He's like, I might text you. Uh, <laughs> I also like the idea that the mom is like worried sick that he's had a bad time or something. And it's like a, she has no idea that he had the best time because he's Jeremy. That yeah. Kind of thing. Kind and of like, she's like, well, tell me about your camp experience. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you know, I did some stuff. It was pretty cool. I don't know. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And his dad is just kind of like, he's, he's just, like, maybe his dad's got like this knowing smile or look. He's like, I knew he was going to have fun yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So we've kind of orphaned uh, the younger brother a lot in this story. We've We've done a lot of goofs and we've talked about the older sister's arc. But where do we where do we end with the younger brother? So uh we said he got his confidence for like cuz I think his whole thing is realizing you can be you can be more than one type of person. Like people are complex. So he doesn't have to just be like a sensitive art kid and he doesn't have to just be like a jock. He can enjoy physical activity and art or whatever. So but like he kind of had people in his ear telling him you can only be one or the other. So he's like, Oh, like I did good at the relay race or whatever. And then maybe people start talking about him like that next day. They're like, Oh, like you're a stud. Like you killed it or whatever. But then, you know, at family night, he's showing off like he's showing his family, like the art project he did or the craft or whatever he did the entire camp session. Yeah. And like all his dad is wanting to talk about is like, yeah, I heard you killed it at the relay race or whatever. And then like he sees, uh, he sees like the, you know, the art crafty thing he did. And he's like, oh, wow, like this is really good too. So maybe he gets like a kind of like reconciliation moment. Yeah. I like that. So, so we, we end with the, the boy, you know, kind of reconciling the multiple parts of himself and, you know, and getting that acknowledgement yes. from his like father. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, then it's just kind of like stories kind of like, you know, cause the last day of camp, it's always bittersweet. You're thinking like about how you've had all these fun experiences, but now it's kind of like back to the real world. Sure. And for some characters, they'll never be back for others. They've got a lot more to look forward to. Um, and I think we can figure out how to do that in some capacity. Like I, I think they don't all leave on the bus because I think their family's there. So like, it's more like they're going home with their parents now sure. and people are just saying goodbye to each other. Uh, like, Oh, I'll see you next year. We said video kid and uh, the little brother knew each other. Uh, yep. So like in real life, but not that well. So maybe they're like, "Hey, I'll see you." Actual friends now. Yeah, exactly. Like they're they're making plans to to meet back up back home or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah it's definitely um, like a reunions with parents and a you know bittersweet goodbye to all the friends that they yeah. made along the way because that's one of the best wholesome pieces of of the end of the summer camp coming of age movie. Like, yeah, yeah. we all learned something, but I'm really gonna miss all of you because I don't get to see you again for a year. Or right. Or so yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I think I think it'd be uh, good for uh, like us to end on the like one older main boy to like looking at the camp before he like yeah drives off because 
I'm assuming he drove there. Yeah, like, he's he's old enough to drive, and so yeah. he's like, I'm out of here. Maybe even he, he mentions during like during the thing they're like, oh, why don't you just become a counselor? And he's like, ah, it's not for me. Like we know we yeah. we know for a point for a fact he's leaving here. So yeah, or he could he could always even just say like it wouldn't be the same. Or, sure, you know, because sure, you can come sure. back as a counselor, but it's still not going to be. It's the not camping. So yeah. you know, like you can only have that one part of your life once so sure so yeah, yeah. So, so he they we have our goodbyes we have our reconciliations he says goodbye to the camp and we say goodbye to the camp so does he drive off yeah. into like wait, what's the last shot i would love you for for you to pick this last shot yeah sure i think we end it on a similar shot to how i said i would like it to begin you know i said i wanted kind of like that sort of aerial long tracking shot of the bus a lot of the campers come in on uh kind of like going through the back roads and winding its way to camp and i i think it'd be good to end on a similar like aerial tracking shot of like this car leaving camp because in a way to me it's like when you first come to camp they're coming on a bus as as kids that they can't, you know, they're not really their own agents, like, in terms of who they are as people. And then we've kind of focused on a lot of different people at different age groups in this uh, movie. So I think it'd be good to end with, like, the least childish one, the least childlike one, and him leaving of his own accord yep. and, like traveling back out into the world sure so it's kind of like we've almost like it's not the same character that's been growing up through this whole movie but it's the experience of uh growing up almost in one movie i guess yeah is the idea i'm thinking sure of. well i think we got it i think that's it cool awesome uh yeah all right i think this would uh oh we, we need to come be, up with uh, the name Oh yeah. Um I don't know. Uh we can I mean camp works. I, I think it's probably camp. been used it's probably been used before, but um camp. I mean it's also yeah. I, I mean it's a pretty universal word. There's there's been multiple yeah. movies named Camp, I bet. So yeah, we'll call it camp. Yeah, I don't think the title's as important on this. Agreed. So, you know, but we've got our nice little like coming of age like indie darling, I think. Sure. Here. So uh Sure. Uh, with that, you know, we'll wrap it up. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks so much to the Young Romantics for recording our theme song, Spinning. Uh, it's on every major music streaming service. You should go check it out. It's a great track. It's great, yeah. Um, and I think they're working on some new stuff soon, so keep your ears out for that. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, uh, this has been Screenplayed. I'm Zach Wooldridge. I'm Brian Lee. And I'm Chris Rocky. All right, so with that, uh, lights, camera, and action. action.